I am thrilled to talk about Rachel. And of course, she will be joining us in a moment. But when I spoke to her first, probably a couple of days or probably a couple of uh, you know weeks ago on LinkedIn, I was impressed with the way how Rachel has been connecting the dots of physical to digital and now to metaverse experiences. And as we thought about the people who should be part of this forum today, especially on the launch day, Rachel was one of them. So with that, Rachel, we would like to invite you to join us on the stage. Can we have Rachel with us, please? Hi, Rachel. Hi. How are you? Hi, AJ. I'm very good. Thank you. How are you? Thank you so much for joining. And I know that it's been on a short notice, but you were able to take time out. Thank you so much. So for uh, everyone to just quickly introduce um, Rachel. Rachel is a passionate Web 3.0 physical person, I would say, digital, you know, uh, person. And she has been into the applications uh, where she was connecting the dots between luxury fashions, retail e-commerce sectors with digital to digital. She has been working in luxury retail and e-commerce for last more than 15 plus years, implementing leading campaigns across Burberry, Tiffany and Company and many more global brands. And she's currently working on quite exciting creative projects in the metaverse, NFTs, AR and VR space. Well, Rachel, thank you so much for joining. Can you give us some more insights about, you know, the, the quick summary that I've given, but if you can tell us what exactly are you working on, because it sounds exciting to me. It is very exciting. It's an extremely exciting time for the industry. Um, fashion has just adopted this new digital technology and it's opened so many doors for many, many brands, um, some which I'm very excited to be helping enter into the metaverse. Um, so I can't give too many details away because a lot of the projects are still in development, um, but they're ranging from fashion brands, e-commerce brands, artists, um, Basically, anyone who has a digital presence or a physical presence is now entering into the metaverse to combine the two into one seamless experience. So even if you go to a website or if you go into a store, there's a blend of those two experiences in one. So you'll be able to access digital information in a physical location. And then you'll also be able to see very near physical models or very near physical experiences in a digital way online. So it opens up a lot of things that we've had in the past where you couldn't physically get to a location or you couldn't tell a story to a consumer about a product. Now you can do that in a way that's um, immersive and engaging and really creative. So it's a very, very exciting space to be in. I think, you know, fashion is the leading thought here because lot of people and there is a data that i think one of the consulting company posted out there saying that 70 percent of purchases okay of apparels were primarily you know done for taking the selfies right and of course we all know so we wear a cloth we take a good photo and then the next time the same cloth will not go on social media or online when we are wearing it right because it's the craze people also see okay you know who's wearing what and what's the trend out there with metaverse and there is a company that i was part of you know a forum where i was one of the experts there and there was a company which actually pitched about creating digital fashion spree and they said that if i can give you the similar experience of taking a selfie in a metaverse without wearing or buying those clothes that you'll have to buy probably paying hundreds of you know uh, dollars or pounds how about saving a lot of that money just for clicking a photo so my question to is 
what's fabulous about fashion in the metaverse and why people are crazy about it so many things so fashion as nature is exciting and creative and um breaking so many rules that's what it's always done for a lot of people in the metaverse we can throw away the rule book because the physiological um aspects that we've had to deal with don't exist so you can create wonderful things without the boundaries of physical world and they can be quick efficient a lot more um, creative than what we've had before. Um, we're seeing a lot more um, supply chain integration of digital models of digital fashion and um, speeding up the process of physical production. So when you look at fashion shows in the metaverse, um, they've taken a short amount of time to produce because you're not having to do all the physical sampling of those products. But you can also have a lot more detail in there. You're not defined by gravity. Um, you're not defined by lighting. You can control so many more aspects of the apparel um, that you wouldn't be able to do in the physical world. So for a lot of brands, it's super exciting because what the creatives can see and design is now just opened up the door to so much more. So a lot of fashion brands are going to be doing some very, very exciting things in the future. I think it makes total sense, number one, that brands now found a way to give the similar experiences of wearing clothes, but not actually giving away the clothes or, you know, asking you to come to a place and then probably try it on. Second, also for the end user, it's extremely convenient for me to actually, and especially, you know, considering that not everyone has the, 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 the you know, what you call the idle body shape. Some people have, you know, a big bellies like me. And they still want to try and see, you know, how it looks with the metaverse and applications of the metaverse technologies, whether it's AR, VR, or even using the mobile shapes and all of that. It gives, you know, a perfect opportunity for brands to make sure that their consumers are happy even before they purchase it or even, you know, before they try it on. Because I also know, you know, there are a couple of brands I don't like it because they have the slim body shape of clothes, but there are also little brands that I'm always happy because they just say it's Excel, but the size is like 5XL, right? And all of these things are very important when it comes to a purchase decision, right? You have been into this industry for last many years. Uh, tell us about, you know, what has changed in terms of the perception about these things and how do you think that metaverse would actually change in the future? Very good question. Um, so, like you said, a lot of people now want to see the products on them without having to physically try them on. You can do that in the metaverse yeah. because there's filters. Yeah. You can try things on digitally. You can also see products in 3D without actually having to have them physically made in front of you. And the integration of um, avatars, having your digital twin in the metaverse, you can see your avatar wearing the clothes that you're interested in or wearing the accessories that you want to see would fit your physical self really easily. So there's a lot of um, development going on behind the scenes for people to be able to create their physical environment in the digital world to see how these items would look, decide whether it's right for them, try on multiple different things in a matter of seconds um, and experience a lot of new brands and a lot of new ways of wearing clothing and then make the considered purchase of do I want this in the physical world as well? Um, and I think as we go forward in the future, um, these changes have been slowly happening. But as we look to what's going to be next, it's going to be doing that more considered approaching in what you consume and what you buy, looking at more digital alternatives because they're um, 
becoming a lot more readily available. And the fact that the culture of the consumer is now more digitally native, they're used to selfies, they're used to trying on makeup um, yeah. with our filters. So it's only going to naturally progress even further and it's going to become the norm. There will no more, longer be sampling in stores, it'll be digital sampling. So um, it's going to change a lot of the fundamentals that we've been used to for the past decade, but it's the, it's the future and it's the way forward. No, I think I couldn't agree more. You talked about digital sampling in India with one of the pet food company. Actually, they're one of the exclusive premium pet food companies. We ran a digital sampling activities for them. They used to put people in front of the, you know, the vet shops and all of uh, clinics and all. And the product cost was about $300 or something like this. And each sample, uh, not $300, 300 rupees, INRs or about 4 to $5 or something like that. And the entire sampling, you know, from promotion of the product to put a promoter out there who will talk about the product and then they will find a lead who will also, you know, take the product, give them the data. And this entire activity used to cost them about three times of the product cost. COVID hit and then they were looking for solutions. On Almond Vertex, we created a platform on which, you know, they could promote this platform through various social media platforms. And then person would come, they will see the complete product experience, the, all the details and ingredients about the product. And they could ask for a free sample there itself. And we integrated Almond Vertex, which is our virtual experiences platform, to the warehousing and logistics, logistics arm of this company. So immediately when the product sample was ordered, within the next 72 hours, the product was also delivered to the sample requester. And the beauty of this entire ecosystem was that entire activity ran up to three days faster because what has happened is it used to take many days in terms of getting the data, collecting the data, and then calling them, reaching out, confirming the, you know, whether they have received the product or not. But this entire thing saved a lot of amount of you know, um, time for them. Of course, the cost was saved. And first time, the brand had the fully reliable data that they can actually rely on. And not just that they can interact with the sample requester to say, okay, did your you know, pet like the product or do you want to order it again? Hey, by the way, I can give you a 20% discount coupon that you could use. So digitizing these activities, you know, and I'm very excited to talk about that because you have spent a lot of time in physical as well before actually working on the digital and now to the metaverse experiences. I'm sure that there is a journey that these brands are now seeing, you know, the physical, physical is not the, or offline is not the only way. Metaverse may not be the completely fully functional opportunity. And then digital is the future and we call it hybrid. And it's an extension because what we have also seen, Rachel, and you know, that, that's more related to my question to you actually is, we have also seen that a lot of people think Metaverse may replace a lot of things that were done physically very well. And on the contrary, I believe that Metaverse is not a replacement, it is an extension to your offline or physical experiences. In your journey, in your experience, what do you think that brands would think of and where do you think that opportunities would come in the future? Good question. Um, it will never replace the physical and there is still a need for the physical. What it will do is complement the physical. So the yes. digital will enhance the experience that we would get with the physical objects or physical clothing or physical jewelry. Um, it will be able to it will allow us to communicate more to the consumer. It will allow us to layer on different information so that they can really understand what it is they're purchasing and have a more detailed view around it. So it's not 
we're not replacing one for the other. Like you said, it will be digital. Stores will have digital parts within them. And the same with online, you will have a digital experience, but it will be very, very linked to the physical because you will need both. And consumers will want both. There's still a need for stores. There's still a need for bricks and mortar. There's still a need for physical shopping, but digital shopping and digital worlds and digital um, transactions are what we're now moving into. So it's just blending the two to make sure that the future is um, something that everyone can enjoy and we don't lose some of the core um, kind of physical aspects that we've all enjoyed for the past. Great. And what do you think about, you know, how brands are accepting cryptocurrency and all of those things? Because that's also a very important piece. Uh, I was talking to Nina a few minutes ago where I said that, you know, the most important uh, asset of a country is their currency. And on the other side, we are talking about replacing the currency with something which might complement. But do you think that, you know, and this is slightly different from the metaverse and AR experiences, I would like to hear your thoughts on how do you see that happening, if at all, you see that, yes, this will happen. Over to you. It will 100% Rachel. happen. Last week I was in London. You were saying it will 100% happen. Okay, great. In, in Bond Street last week, I was at um, a designer store and everything was in cryptocurrency. You could pay for any item in cryptocurrency. They had a museum of NFTs and physical product next to each other. So you could see the digital version of the shoes next to the physical and you could buy both. It was extremely convenient. I could walk in. I didn't have to hand over any physical money. I could just do digital currency that I have in my digital wallet. Um, and if you look at the generations, I have a seven-year-old daughter. Physical currency to her is useless. It doesn't mean anything. If I tell her I'm going to pay in Robux to her, it's everything to her. Our tooth fairy at the moment will pay her in Robux and cryptocurrency because she believes that's more valuable than physical money. And even over physical toys, she would rather have more digital games and more digital currency. So I think if we look at our children and the way they're developing and what they're looking for the future, when she's 17, 20, it will just be normal for her to pay in cryptocurrency for things. Wow, that's, that's fascinating because uh, you know, countries like India, our crypto bill, crypto bill is yet to come and the government is not pretty, you know, clear on their no towards crypto, yes or no. Of course, they have, you know, announced that we will have our own uh, currency, which will be in form of blockchain powered currency, if I would say. And it's very important that countries, and I know that many Western countries have already started accepting crypto as a currency. And of course, there are pro and cons both. But I think that when you say 100% future, I am very happy to hear that because I do believe that when you give uh, power to the hands of people, and it's not just few people, it's a decentralized ecosystem where everyone will have a vote to play. I think it's absolutely not so far. Soon we will have something interesting that coming up. Okay, so the last thing, Rachel, I have for you is, is there any interesting project that you're working on and you want to talk about without taking the names of brands or something? I think we would love to hear about it, and especially uh, from the experience that you are coming from physical to digital to metaverse, anything. And I'm working with um, a few female founders at the moment on their um, transition from physical stores and e-commerce stores into the metaverse. So working on virtual stores for them, working on virtual products for them, and helping them kind of translate the new ecosystem of how it's going to work. So I think what I'd like to say to investors out there is listen to the 
female businesses out there that are um, pitching for investment or are looking for new ways to do things, they're a lot of the time overlooked, um, but they're some of the most creative, hardworking, interesting people out there and their businesses will flourish if you give them time. So I would definitely say if you hear of a female business entering the metaverse, give them credit, listen to them because they will be the future. So thank you so much for joining Rachel and I look forward to see you soon again on the panel. Thank, Thank you for joining. Thank you very much.